0: Runo six of Kalevala, the Land of the Heroes, by Elias lunro translated by William forsell Kirby, eighteen forty-four to nineteen twelve. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Runo six, Joka Heinen's crossbow. Argument: Joka heinen cherishes hatred against Vainamoinen and lies in wait for him on his journey to Poyola. He sees him riding past and shoots at him, but only kills his horse. Vainamoinen falls into the water and is driven out to sea by a tempest, while Jokahainen rejoices, because he thinks he has at last overcome Vainamoinen. Vainamoinen, old and steadfast, now resolved upon a journey to the cold and dreary regions of the gloomy land of Poya. then he took his straw-hued stallion like a pea-stalk in his colour and the golden bit adjusted bridle on his head of silver on his back himself he seated and he started on his journey and he trotted gently onward at an easy pace he journeyed mounted on the straw-hued courser like a pea-stalk in his colour Thus through Vinula he journeyed over Kalevala's wide heathlands, and the horse made rapid progress, home behind, and journey shortened. Then across the sea he journeyed, o'er the far extending billows, with the horse's hoofs unwetted, and his feet unsunk in water. But the youthful Jokahainen, he the puny son of Lapland, long had cherished his resentment and had long indeed been envious of the aged vinminen of the ever-famous minstrel then he wrought a mighty crossbow and a splendid bow he fashioned and he formed the bow of iron overlaid the back with copper and with gold inlaid it also and with silver he adorned it where did he obtain the bowstring whence a cord to match the weapon sinews from the elk of hisi and the hempen cord of limpo thus at length the bow was finished and the stock was quite completed and the bow was fair to gaze on and its value matched its beauty at its back a horse was standing on the stock a foal was running on the curve a sleeping woman at the catch a hare was couching shafts of wood he likewise fashioned every arrow triply feathered and the shafts were formed of oak wood and he made the heads of pine wood thus the arrows were completed and he fixed the feathers on them from the swallow's plumage taken, likewise from the tails of sparrows. After this the points he sharpened, and the arrow points he poisoned, in the black blood of the serpent, in the blood of hissing adders. Thus he made his arrows ready, and his bow was fit for bending. And he watched for Vinomoynen, waited for Suvantolainen, watched at morning, watched at evenings, waited also through the noontide long he watched for Vainamoinen, waited long and wearied never sitting gazing from the window or upon the stairs he waited sometimes lurking by the pathway sometimes watching in the meadow on his back his well-filled quiver neath his arm his crossbow ready then he waited further onwards lurking near another building on the cape that juts out sharply where the tongue of land curves outward near a waterfall all foaming past the banks of sacred rivers and at length one day it happened very early in the morning as he turned his eyes to westward and he turned his head to eastward something dark he spied on ocean something blue upon the billows is a cloud in east arising or the dawn of day appearing in the east no cloud was rising nor the dawn of day appearing was the aged vinminen twas the ever-famous minstrel who to poiola was hasting as to pimentola he journeyed mounted on his straw-hued courser like a pea-stalk in his colour then the youthful jokahainen he the meagre son of lapland spanned in haste his mighty crossbow and he aimed the splendid weapon at the head of vinminen thus to kill suvantolainen then his mother came and asked him and the aged one inquired wherefore do you span your weapon bending thus the iron crossbow then the youthful Hainen answered in the words which follow therefore do i span the weapon bending thus the iron crossbow for the head of vinminen thus to kill suvantolainen i will shoot old vinminen strike the ever-famous minstrel through the heart and through the liver twixt the shoulders i will shoot him but his mother straight forbade him and dissuaded him from shooting do not shoot at wainamoinen do not calle Vainen slaughter of a noble race is Vinu he's my sister's son my nephew if you shoot at wainamoinen and should kalle Vainen slaughter gladness from the world will vanish and from earth will song be banished in the world is gladness better and on earth is song more cheerful than to manala if banished and to tuonella's darkest regions then the youthful jokahainen paused a moment and reflected and he pondered for an instant though his hands to shoot were ready one would shoot and one restrained him but his sinewy fingers forced him and at length these words he uttered and expressed his own decision what if twice from earth in future every gladness should be banished let all songs forever vanish i will shoot my arrows heedless then he spanned the mighty crossbow and he drew the bow of copper and against his left knee bent it steady with his foot he held it took an arrow from his quiver chose a triple feathered arrow took the strongest of his arrows chose the very best among them then upon the groove he laid it on the hempen cord he fixed it then his mighty bow he lifted and he placed it to his shoulder ready now to shoot the arrow and to shoot at Vainamoinen. and he spoke the words which follow do thou strike o birchwood arrow strike thou in the back o pinewood twang thy best o hempen bowstring if my hand is leaning downward let the arrow then strike higher if my hand is bending upward let the arrow then strike downward quickly then he drew the trigger shot the first among his arrows far too high the shaft flew upward high above his head to skyward and it whizzed among the cloudlets through the scattered clouds it wandered thus he shot in reckless fashion shot the second of his arrows far too low the shot flew downwards deep in mother earth twas sunken earth was almost sunk to mana, and the hills of sand were cloven then he shot again a third time and the third shaft straighter flying in the blue elk spleen was buried under aged Vainamoinen. thus he shot the straw hued courser like a pea stalk in his colour through the flesh beneath his shoulder in the left side deep he pierced him then the aged Vainamoinen plunged his fingers in the water with his hands the waves he parted, grasping at the foaming billows. From the blue elk's back he tumbled, from the steed of pea color. Then a mighty wind arising raised upon the sea a billow, and it bore old Vainamoinen swimming from the mainland further, o'er the wide expanse of water, out into the open ocean. Then the youthful Jokohainen uttered words of boastful triumph now thou ancient vinminen never while thy life endureth in the course of all thy lifetime while the golden moon is shining walk in vinula's fair meadows or on kalevala's broad heathlands may you toss for six years running seven long summers ever drifting tossed about for over eight years on the wide expanse of water on the surface of the billows drift for six years like a pine-tree and for seven years like a fir-tree and for eight years like a tree-stump then the house again he entered and at once his mother asked him have you shot at Vainamoinen, slaughtered kaleva's famous offspring then the youthful yokohainen answered in the words which follow and have o'erthrown kalevalainen sent him swimming in the water swept him out upon the billows on the restless waves of ocean where the waves are wildly tossing and the old man plunged his fingers and his palms amid the waters then upon his side he tumbled and upon his back he turned him drifting o'er the waves of ocean out upon the foaming billows but his mother made him answer very evil hast thou acted thus to shoot at Vinamoinen, and to o'erthro kalevalainen of suvantola the hero Kalevala's most famous hero. End of Runo Six. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.